0: Support for this podcast comes from Progressive RV Insurance. First aid kit, flashlights, firewood, and insurance. Whatever you're bringing on your next RV escape, you'll want protection from Progressive for as little as $125 per year. Take the road more protected with a leader in RV insurance, offering great discounts and savings. Get a quote in under four minutes at Progressive.com to see how much you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy. Not available in all states. Rate not offered in Mississippi, New Jersey, and Oregon. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Space, the final frontier. Have you ever actually
1: thought about that line? What does that even mean? Is our exploration of space some kind of weird replay of taming the West? Because then we're going to have all sorts of problems. Not that we haven't actually had problems. Space travel thus far has not been quite as crazy as the Old West, but we're pretty terrible at going to space. Hey everyone, Trace here. Welcome back to Seeker Plus. Today, we're going to break down the science of humans going to space. This is a re-air of an episode from 2015, and over the next 30 minutes or so, we're going to dig into the engineering and failures of our attempts to leave our planet, get out into the solar system and beyond. This isn't your shiny, happy space documentary, but it's going to be awesome. So let's kick into it. If you think about the technology of like the 40s, 50s and 60s, they were launching things into space and they didn't even have computers as powerful as what you have in your pocket right now. Even if you just have a phone from 2001, it doesn't matter. It's more powerful than what they were going to space with. And that's insane, right? The The first rockets were actually 700 years ago in China, and the Middle East, with the invention of gunpowder. They didn't necessarily have to use them as weapons. Some of them were used for fireworks and entertainment and other purposes. But these were the very first rockets or missiles, things that were self-propelled projectiles. In the 30s and 40s, the Nazis in Germany started to create long-distance rockets. They were trying to hit their enemies in Europe. And the most successful that they were able to invent was the V-2 rocket. They moved away from solid gunpowder and they invented cool new rocket engines and nozzles and things that would make the propellant just flow better, become more efficient. And one of those was getting away from that gunpowder and going to liquid fuel. It was an alcohol and liquid oxygen mix. And they would spray it and then ignite it. And that little spray would burn with such incredible efficiency that they could launch rockets and unfortunately hit places like Britain. It was bad. However it really pushed rocketry forward. World War II saw a lot of advances in rocketry, and the key really was efficiency. A lot of it was you know, making sure that the engineering was sound so that things didn't explode. But ideally, efficiency could answer some of those problems. You wanted to make sure that the rocket engine, which is essentially a nozzle that focuses all of this energy out of the bottom of the rocket, was as efficient as possible. Because that would propel the rocket. So funnily enough, a publication, Astronautics, issue 38, October 1937, had a pretty funny quote that I found. A good rule for rocket experimenters to follow is this. Always assume that it will explode. That was pretty good, 1937. Missiles and weapons uh, were were bad, obviously, no one is saying otherwise, but they pushed rocketry forward as they were trying to hit targets further and further and further away. But it wasn't the only reason. And by the end of the war, the Soviet Union and the United States had both started their own rocketry programs. Of course, many of the rocket engineers were kind of pilfered from other parts of the world. There were some homegrown engineers, but there was a lot of Germans as well because they were the ones that had been the most successful thus far. Rockets were going to the edge of space as early as 1942, when the first successful A-4 rocket hit the edge of space. And Dr. Walter Robert Dornberger turned to Werner von Braun, one of the fathers of modern rocketry, and he said, do you realize what we accomplished today?